Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Joseph Clough and this is episode 782. And today we're talking about the subject of burnout, the symptoms of burnout and the strategies of how to overcome them. That's what we're on about because we live in a very fast paced world with lots of demands, lots of expectations of how we should be or the requirements and the fulfillments that we got to fulfill throughout the day. I mean, it could be, let's put it this way. You may be a father or a mother. You may be a brother or a sister. You may be um, a daughter or a son. You may be a boss. You may be an employee. You may be a manager. You may be a friend. You may be all these different things, very many different roles that we have to place place a hat on at different times. And that can cause issues. And this came into fruition because I have recently experienced some level of burnout in late last year and also a little bit just last week, but I caught it just in time. I was actually saying on the pre-show of this live stream, um, which is being broadcasted on youtube.com slash slash Joseph Clough. Um, So subscribe there if you're listening to on the podcast or the app. And I was just saying like, I was having this kind of feeling on the inside. And I wanted to understand what it was. And I'm gonna try and break it down for what I was experiencing and also what other people would experience because there's something, what I would say, in a level of warranted burnout and then unwarranted burnout to a certain degree. But let me try to break that down for you because it does get interesting where we have to decipher the difference of, is it something that I'm doing Um, externally and overtly or is it something within me unconsciously that I need to address so what I was experiencing personally I was feeling this heightened level of anxiety yes I'm human I do feel emotions although I've been doing this for 21 22 years or so there are times I'm going to feel emotions because they're important. They are signals for us to pay attention to. You see, if I kept on doing what I was doing and I didn't feel a symptom like anxiety or um, sometimes I've had like lower back issues and things like that, if I don't pay attention or if I did not have them, then I'm going to just kind of get worse and worse and worse. So number one, remember, all symptoms... All stress is a signal for you to pay attention to. That's why our body gives it. Now, in my case, to be, you know, to be vulnerable and personable of what I experienced it, I felt like I was doing too much 
in trying to support too many people and not have enough boundaries. Because I go live three times a week. I put like a ton of time. I've got all the things in my personal life. I've got things, my clients, like I'm managing lots of different energies. And I know I've got to be the best version of myself to get people out of a state or the issue. And I do work with lots of people with different kinds of issues. And they're, you know, they've gone through a lot of traumas. So I need to make sure that I am in a place where I'm able to manage that energy so I can be the example of what can be done or, or, I mean, if I meet their energy and stay there, then no one wins. I want to be in peak state to be able to support that person. So I began to recognize I was doing too much. My boundaries were just not really that. So in the last week or so, I was just kind of considering, like, what am I doing? Am I doing too much? Am I not looking after myself first? Because I like, and one of the interesting things is I love what I do. I love doing as much free work for people. I love my clients, my my people in my program. I just love doing what I do and I love business. I love learning. But there also has to be a level of harmony. It doesn't always have to be balance, but it has to have a level of harmony. So I took attention or uh, um, made myself aware and had conscious awareness and attention to the signals that I was going through to start to implement them. And ever since then, I've felt amazing. And I would say that's more warranted and conscious because I'm putting in place the boundaries. Now, the flip side of it is going to be a little bit deeper because I like to think I've done a lot of the deep work. I've been free of my issues for majority of my issues, I should say, for the last, like I said, 22 or so years. But if we do go a little bit deeper, if we are a people pleaser, I mean, I like to please people and help people, but I do it usually in the not from low self-esteem, but just because of the fun and the enjoyment, not because of needing external validation. And that can be an issue, right? If you've got to look after your children all the time, you feel like you've got to be the savior of them. If you feel like you've got to do everything at work just to make you feel like you're being seen to do a good job, then that comes from a different energy. That comes from a place of not feeling the confidence or the self-certainty or the self-validation that is really, really important to address. Because people try to seek out internal validation via external means and behavior. But the truth is, behaviors will not really, ultimately, by trying to get external validation, make you feel good. In fact, it will just make you feel less, less good about yourself. You'll you'll just feel like you got to overcompensate. And then you're doing all these things. You're not feeling worthy. You don't feel good enough. You feel like an imposter in your job because you're burnt out. You're stressed. You're anxious, worried, fearful. You're doubtful. The fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of consequence, the fear of not being a good wife or a husband, not being a good mother or a father or a sibling or a son or a daughter. All those different roles, once again, let alone at work. We tend to be so preoccupied about other people's feelings in the fear of not living up to those self-imposed expectations. And I mean self 
um, imposed because we are consciously maintaining that narrative. And what I mean by that is that, yes, we may have been programmed by the significant events that we've been through. Maybe our parents instilled it upon us or the significant emotional events or traumas we went through cause us to live out that narrative, but we are carrying on that narrative. So I want to get ourselves into a place of being consciously aware. Is it a boundary issue like me? Where I was wanting to over-deliver, which is fine, but against my own well-being and health? Or is it at that deeper level of not feeling good enough, worthy, or deserving? Or not feeling capable? Or not feeling like we're living up to the expectations based on that past scenario? That's what I really want you to think about. I want you to have that conscious awareness to decipher the difference between the two. Only you can do that. Sometimes I say, look, you got to look in the mirror and go, who am I? Am I happy? Am I a people pleaser? Am I on burnt, being burnt out and feeling so tired even once I've slept six, seven, eight hours that it causes me to feel even worse the next day? Am I sedating myself with things like drugs or alcohol or sedating myself with the social media? Or sedating yourself with all the things which aren't important that causes you to feel worse. If that is true on that side, you've got to consider those symptoms as your opportunity to awaken to something. You see, I think there's a blessing or something good to learn even in the trauma. And I know it's easy for me to say But I'd like to think that the symptoms showing up right now, although I may despise and hate them, from the anxiety to fear to the doubt to not feeling good enough or worthy, if I see them for what they are and not for what they feel like, and I say that again, if I see them for what they are but not for what they feel like, so a level of separation, I can then see them as this is my breakthrough waiting to happen. That any moment my life can change when I wake up to the realization that my unconscious mind, my body, or the world, the universe, God, whatever your truth is, is pointing you in the direction that something has to change. Now, the world can keep on throwing stuff. We can always keep on trying to people, please. But it's only up to us to be able to go, look, something doesn't feel right. I'm not experiencing the type of pleasure or the personal freedom or safety, the confidence and self-certainty, the financial abundance, the security, the lifestyle, the balance, the harmony from the inside to the outside, we need to go, look, if that's the case, if I'm not feeling that, and like I said, I'm human, I still feel things, but it's about your ability to understand that these things are for me to pay attention to, to then to start to, sorry, to start to apply a certain plan. And I'll tell you why that is so, so, so important. Because those symptoms don't just stop. That emotional baggage, that mental prison that we build upon, those cages that we cannot see all around us, if they don't get addressed, 
things can get worse emotionally. Like, let's just say, look, if you're avoiding, let's go take into the physical side of things. If you had an ailment, let's say, uh, let's put it to someone else, as in not you. If someone had an ailment, like they broke their arm or something, but they didn't go to the the surgeon of a surgeon or the doctors or the ER or the emergency room, all those things, and they just kept on feeling that pain. And they did nothing about it. What's going to happen? Well, that pain's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. It's not going to get full back into deep alignment. It might get a little bit better, but it might get really, really worse. Maybe it gets infected. Now, of course, we would never do that physically, or we try not to. If something's so overt like that, the immediate thing you do is try to find a professional to be able to fix it like a sergeant or the hospital or fill in the blank. If something was happening in your house, let's just say there was a leak happening, or not, let's not say you again. If someone had a, like a leak in their pipes in their house and you just ignored it, what's going to happen? Well, it's going to start to get mold. It's going to start to get rotted. It's going to maybe have an effect on that person living in that house when it comes to their respiratory experience, all of those things. If that happened, I'd like to think you'd pay attention and go, this flood building up around me is not good for me. I don't need to be sleeping in the water. I don't need to be on top of the bed just to get out of that water. So you'd pay attention to that. And the exact same way you'd do it like that in those two examples from the physical to something happening in a home or a house, we want you to make sure that you go, look, these symptoms that I'm feeling on an emotional and a psychological psychological and physical, of course, because anxiety increases the heart rate. Depression decreases the energy. Shame increases the healing ability, like guilt, because we don't deserve to be healthy. All of these physical ailments, because we know that stress breaks a chain of good health, you don't want that to carry on happening, just like the flood happening in that scenario's home to that person who had an unfortunate accident with that arm and they just neglect her. You don't want to be like that. You want to go, look, these symptoms are for me to go, great. Now I know my body, the world, the universe, my higher truth is telling me something's not right and that is good news if I pay attention to it because when you pay attention to that you can start to implement a plan of action wherever it be going in the in the case of that person's home going to find a plumber or some kind of specialist or where it be in the other example of going to see a specialist a surgeon a doctor and so on you've got to ask yourself what can I do to make that change you can do it by yourself. Like, it happens all the time. People become successes in many endeavors by themselves all the time. But have that conscious awareness. If you cannot afford a specialist, then you have to become the specialist of becoming consciously aware of what you're experiencing, rather ignoring it and bearing it deep down. Because you can bury it for a certain time. We know that. We bury emotions to try to protect us. But one day they come up and it doesn't feel good. We can have a breakdown. All those kind of things. We can literally have chronic fatigue, migraines, the physical symptoms of stopping us. But once you go, look, this is nothing to be worried about in terms of the future. 
These are just symptoms. See them for what they are and not for what you feel. Because then you can start to do what has to be done by assuming responsibility to put that plan in action. One of the things, let's just say, my example is putting boundaries out, knowing when I've got to do things or not do things, where I need to pay attention, where I don't need to pay attention, or less attention, where I don't have to be as consumed. I can put those healthy boundaries in place. Maybe you can do that too. Maybe you can recognize being a people pleaser is not going to get you the real validation that you've been seeking. So instead, you go on that journey of finding that inner validation, of knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you're deserving, knowing that you are loved, knowing that you are capable. All of those things, that you're deserving of the riches, you're deserving of the, the holistic wholeness, the spirit, Whatever level we go down, when you get to that place, then those symptoms don't have to shout out at you. I mean, I would love our body to just literally tell us in verbal language, hey, stop doing this. Stop it. Quit it. You need to wake up. You need to work on yourself. You need to do this. It does not communicate with us in that way. It's going to give us physical sensations based on its interaction with the world around. That's all it is. Your perception, consciously and unconsciously, is interacting with the world around you. And as if as it's interacting around you, then you have to go, this is showing up for me to listen and do something about it. Once you start to interrupt the strategy and come up with ideas of going, is this mine? Is it not mine? Can I get validation elsewhere? Elsewhere, Do I have to sedate myself? Can I do something different? Can I get the expert help to be able to make that almost magical transformation in every single way? Whatever it is for you, I don't mind. What I do care is that you pay attention to the truth. You wake up. Have the epiphany, have the insight to do whatever it takes because you can do it in every single way. You have everything you need within you. You just need to put the right attention to the things that need attention most of the time. So I really hope you enjoyed that or at least got some clarity as, oh, all this stuff is showing up for just me to pay attention to. That in itself is a game changer if you start to apply it. Because it's the ignorance or the ignorement, ignorement, ignoring of what's showing up, which is going to cause us more pain because that builds up. So at the very least, wake up, be conscious of what you're experiencing, and then start to implement what can happen to be different. Who do you need to be to become the person you want to be in the future? And that's when everything changes. And... Hey, listen to the hypnosis sessions. Listen to the hypnosis tracks on the podcast. If you're enjoying the free hypnosis app at freehypnosis.app, if you haven't got it, go to the app store and leave a review. We only get like one per month on the Apple one at the very least. And we're getting 180,000 downloads or so per month of just the podcast episode. So if you are enjoying it, please go ahead and leave a review. It just means we can help more people in every single way. And of course... If you want to be able to step up to a bigger level, rather just using the free work or the hypnosis sessions within the app, and you want to personally work with me, 
and my team to be able to support you and be on your side to be able to clear out all that unconscious buried stuff of feeling like the imposter or not feeling good enough, go to josephclough.info talk. And when you go there, you'll be able to book a time on our calendar, fill out an application. Then you'll be able to speak with us on a one-to-one Zoom call. And then we'll get clear on exactly what you need to let go of, exactly what you want to achieve, figure out what's getting in the way, and we'll come up with a plan of action through our program if we think you're a good fit. There is an investment. You're literally getting us on your team in the most custom and tailored way. But when you do, I promise you, life will never be the same again, and you are just waking up every single day knowing you're worthy, deserving enough to have the life that you desire and deserve in every way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, which was recorded live on YouTube. But with that, I'm going to speak to everyone else on the live stream. But for everyone listening to the app or the podcast, then have the most wonderful rest of your day. And I look forward to speaking to you on a future episode. Many thanks and goodbye. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opre ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com.